0: Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan.
1: Hey guys, today we're sharing about a cool thing that we implemented a month ago, two months ago.
0: It was definitely recently. (laughs) We wanna let you in on... Why we added community managers to our paid programs. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I want to kind of talk about Facebook groups in general. Like I want to talk about community managers and just like my current vibe on Facebook groups. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so to give you like the bird's eye view, we have our free private community at com slash community that has over 20,000 members. Okay. That's been around for three years. It's free. Groovy town, right? and then we have two paid communities one that comes with a membership for our goal crusher club and one that comes as an added coaching benefit and bonus for our signature program the strategy academy and as those groups grow like the interaction obviously changes and pivots and grows and so we kind of we're looking at the Strategy Academy specifically a couple months ago. And we were like, how can we provide more touch points, more support, more fun without adding like more stuff to our plate, but giving like a greater experience for the people that keep coming in the doors. And so we saw a couple of our friends inside of our coaching program talk about something called a community manager. And we were like, a WTF is that? How is it any different than like a moderator or ambassador or what you might see in a in a free large group? And so we kind of like dissected how they were using their community managers and like put our own spin on, on how we could maybe utilize something like that and decided to like do it like an application process for it. And I thought it went amazingly well.
0: Yeah. So I want to differentiate a little bit how I think of them as different roles. Now, definitely you could have someone who combines all of these roles, right? You could pay someone to do this, you could hire loosely hire a student of yours. But at least the way we have treated it is our Facebook ambassadors are really about controlling the situation in order Mm -hmm. so that it doesn't get cray cray up in there
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) so they delete spam they moderate comments they approve requests to join the group or say nah there are a lot of
0: like What it says, moderate. They moderate the tone of the group. To make sure it's an awesome place to hang out, to make sure that it continues to move and groove and people can enjoy themselves there. And they definitely still ask questions. Like, I think a lot of it is, I mean, they're obviously really valuable participants in their group, but they also come to the other ambassadors and they'll discuss issues when things pop up where we're like, Mm -hmm. this isn't really necessarily an issue, but how do we want to handle it? How do we want to process it? Do we think it's quote breaking the rules? Do we need to add some more language to Mm -hmm. the group about how we handle certain things? Stuff like that. I like to think of them a little bit like the fun police, like they're Yes, they're just making sure in the best ways, (laughs) making sure everyone has the best time. But they're also getting rid of all the negatives, not all the negative stuff, but like trying to make it a positive atmosphere to hang out in.
1: So you might ask yourself or us, well, how did someone become an ambassador or a moderator for the large group? And I'm sure you guys have been a part of groups that have either had too many ambassadors or not enough or like drama kind of got started or some group shut down and blah, blah, blah. I will say that our ambassadors we asked them to step into their position after we saw that they were super super active in our community they had been around for a while and they really really like dug the vibe that TCC was putting out and really really wanted to honor the safe space that we were creating so we knew that they would be like on top of stuff so we reached out to them personally after we saw their amazing involvement they I also am really proud that – or I don't know if proud is the right word, but like pleased, <laughs> impressed, surprised that we have so few moderators. And I hope I'm not like biting myself in the butt after I say yeah, this.
0: Yeah, I feel like you are. I feel like you need to like yeah. knock on some wood or kiss some crystals yeah, or something. Fine.
1: I'm hoping I'm not jinxing us, but I've seen many a groups our size that have like 20 ambassadors and it's still kind of of a shit show. So I don't know if that's because we got like on top of it so strongly like a long time ago that really like the amount of spam and the amount of just like junk is relatively low that's having to be deleted or removed and the drama is relatively low. And I attribute that to how committed our ambassadors are to the tone of the group because they are on top of that stuff like faster than we are.
0: Well, also I do think part of it that has helped is uh, Facebook has made a lot of changes to try to make communities better. And Mm -hmm. one of those is reporting posts. And so if we don't catch it, like, trust me, Emily and I scroll it. My husband's involved. He's like the he's like the ambassador that doesn't get credit for anything.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and we have people who aren't even ambassadors. Like I could name three right now who like
0: are constantly reporting. Well, that's what post. I was saying. Is like yeah. I think it's the community just. Helping us make it better, yeah. as well as the. Actual- well, and I
1: like that. I feel like we have stealthy ambassadors. Like we don't call them out, so like you guys might not know who we're talking about, but they like are like seeing stuff for us.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: So. You know
0: who you are. You know who
1: you are. (laughs) So that kind of gives an overview for ambassadors, right? And I think that that's very typical for how a lot of other groups run and when they need ambassadors or moderators, like that's kind of how that works. Community managers, on another hand, we really wanted them to play a very specific role in adding value to the group instead of having to like be gatekeepers, So because our paid groups are significantly smaller than our free community, and we have someone on our team, a paid position on our team, that is verifying every single request for that group to make sure that they actually bought that item, that part is already taken care of. And it's off the weight of of any ambassador or moderator that we might have. But a community manager is there to serve as behind the scenes of the program challenging students to do work, motivating students to share their progress, and really just being another like support system for people who are going through the same program. So we ended up having two community managers. I think initially we were like, let's just start with one and let's see how it goes. But I made up a type form application and I wanted to kind of feel out like, how committed are you to this program and to the message and what you're learning I don't care where you're at in business. And I honestly, like, of course, I want results like from the program. I know those are going to come, but I more importantly wanted our community managers to believe in our mission and the mission of supporting our sisters and being an open book and being positive and truly like doing the work. Right. And so, if they didn't fit that vibe, like it wasn't going to go well. So I kind of asked questions that kind of felt them out based on the response that I was looking for. So we got, um, we got a, a, like 11 applications, which is, I did not expect that at all. And a couple really, really, really stood out to me. So we ended up selecting two, one person who had invested in the program, like the very first time we launched it. So she had already gone through it, already seen amazing results, was going through it again, and had been around for a while. And another person who had just invested like a couple months prior. And so she was new to the program, but not new to TCC, but she was at like a completely different stage and level of business than our other community manager. So I thought it would be really helpful to kind of bring both of those perspectives to the table.
0: Yeah. No, for sure. I think the big difference in how they actually interact is they're trying to facilitate more deep conversation, hold more people accountable, really showcase the parts of the program that helped them the most and encourage people to go through them. Not that our Facebook ambassadors don't participate. They definitely do. But it's it's definitely more on their terms as far as like how a lot of what they're doing is talking about their own business or asking questions for their own business, which is great. And Our community ambassadors or managers, oh my gosh, confusing. Uh, They (laughs) definitely do that as well. But I think their focus is on helping everyone. Mm -hmm. And it's been really fun. I definitely think it'll be interesting because our ambassadors have been around a long time at this point. Mm -hmm. And they're very ingrained in the community. And like, Mm -hmm. I'll be interested to see if our community managers end up kind of becoming the face that's always there. Or if we have to try a couple different people until they really feel fully comfortable and feel like it's a role they want to do longer term. And maybe it's not ever meant to be a longer term position. I'm not really sure. It's still so new.
1: Right, it's definitely something we're testing out and when I was having conversations with our managers, I was saying like I want this to be beneficial for you in the same way that it's beneficial for new people. So like as you're going through the program again or for the first time, if you need a specific accountability or if you want to create a specific like call to action or challenge or motivation around something purely to like motivate yourself, then do that. Like use it as a platform for you to get work done because it's also going going to help other people get work done. So what that might look like is every week, one of our community managers does a behind the scenes tour of the course portal. So since we have new people coming in almost every single day with our signature program, there's bound to be like, where's this lesson? And where's this bonus? And I can't find this thing over here just because it happens. And so to kind of prevent like all of those types of emails in our inbox and like us having to like feel through those every single day. We do a weekly tour of the program. So like they'll walk you through strictly the bonus sections and like why you need to pay attention to it or how to join an accountability group or important pieces of a module that you may have just ignored or skipped over or forgotten about. They also do weekly or biweekly challenges for a specific part of like what we call homework is our mission inside each module. So there's eight missions inside Strategy Academy. And there's like sometimes print offs or exercises or videos to watch specifically for those missions. So they'll encourage you to go through them and like share your progress and screenshot your results and get feedback on different stuff. So it's
0: very interactive, I feel like, which uh, people love. Oh, for sure. And as far as like, how we're treating... Facebook groups at large, I do kind of want to touch on this a little bit. I think how people are using them has shifted and how we are going to use them going forward definitely has changed from what it was even just a couple of years ago. Overall, I think less people are participating on a regular basis, which Mm -hmm. is not a bad thing. I honestly think people were wasting a lot of time in Facebook groups. And I think now they're realizing how much of that was not necessarily adding to their bottom line. Mm -hmm. And so what people are posting is way more specific and poignant and valuable. I want to make a declaration today I am this close
1: to turning on approved post only. Oh. For our group. Really? I am getting... The, the, here's the thing. is There's occasional spam. There's the occasional someone broke the rules. Like, that's just gonna happen. And I get that. And I'm not mad about that. Like, we have them clearly stated. We ask that you read them. We link to them in the questions before you join. Like, we provide every opportunity for you to read them. And, like, people who break them are just lazy and they're not paying attention. And it's annoying, but like, I'm over it. But it's just like, it's come to a point where when I'm seeing stuff that's just blatantly breaking the rules, and I know the person knows that they're not supposed to do it. I get just this like intense anger. And I'm like, okay, how can I not have this anger? I can either like choose to not be angry about it. Like that's that's what I've tried to be doing for like the past year. Or I can just eliminate the issue at all. Like I could literally never ever see spam if we turn on approved posts only because one of our moderators or someone from our team is going to have their eyeballs on the post before it's approved. So I'm like okay, that's a way. And I think it would also help people come to the table with deeper questions and like actual, like, here's what I need feedback on specifically this. Or I have a question about X, Y, Z, like really get to the point instead of just like hidden marketing tactics that you think are helpful, but aren't.
0: I could take or leave that. I mean, not that I don't understand your point. Like I totally get your frustration, but I also think there is fun to the organicness of it all. Well,
1: it would still allow for organic posts. Like
0: I'm the only
1: groups I'm in right now, literally, all have approved posts turned on. And so like there was like one group where I just wanted to share, like it was a mom's group I'm in. I wanted to share this cute like selfie I took with P and our sling or whatever. And I just took a picture, like commented, you know, headed to Farmer's Market or some bullshit. And I submitted it for approval and it got approved within like 30 minutes and it was posted. So it like wasn't doing anything. It was just a selfie, but it wasn't hateful. It wasn't going to start drama. Like it wasn't, you know, it wasn't everything else that sometimes that group gets Mm -hmm. flooded with because someone else's eyeballs were on it first.
0: Sure. Want to learn exactly step by step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? get set up, customize and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's monarchmone dot com strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. So the other piece of the puzzle I do want to bring up, because if you have your own group I definitely found ourselves in this situation where sure we had engaged members and people who were hanging out with us, but the amount of people who had never purchased from us, who had ever never gone to one of our webinars, who had like not even realized we have a podcast or a blog, like blew my mind. Mind. And so Mm -hmm. there was a previous episode with Josh Stanton of Screw the Nine to Five on this podcast. And I definitely recommend listening to it because he talked about how to, you know, add value to your Facebook group and use it as a sales engine. And I'm not even sure if you use those words exactly, but it should be a sales tool for your business, hands down. Yes. And I think we were completely underutilizing that. Uh, I think we still are. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we're making strides, but it's... Oh, for sure. It's heading in the right direction. Mm -hmm. It's just challenging. Because if you set the culture bar one place and then you attempt to shift it, not that anyone has come at us and been like, I'm upset that you promote your own stuff. Like, oh, no.
1: I think I that has like been hinted at once before by someone. This was like a year and a half ago. And I only remember like the heat I felt in that conversation. And I responded to the person. And I think that shut down all future conversations about that. Because I was just like, bullshit, go grow your own group. Spend the time it took to get 20,000 people. And then you can tell me how you want it to be ran. Because like you are not in charge here. I was just like over that. Over that bullshit. I don't even remember that happening at all. No recollection. Elephant memory over here. What <laughs> conversation you want to talk about from a year and a half ago? I'll pull it up.
0: <laughs> this is why you don't get on Emily's bad side.
1: hundred percent. Like, don't do it. hundred <laughs> percent. I never forget anything. <laughs> I think just the conversation today of what I wanted to kind of spark in your guys' brains is that groups like are still shifting and pivoting. And we use them for multiple different ways in our business, paid, free, relaxed, like strict, like all the different things, right? We are also part of groups that are like a group of five people. Like we're in a Facebook group of five people for one of our I masterminds. Like I love it, right? We're in groups, you know, big and small that have approved posts or not approved, like all the different things, right? One of my very, very favorite groups got shut down a couple weeks ago because of, bullshit, right? And I think that's what all of us are ultimately trying to avoid. And so, part of my my speech today that I want to give you is also, if you're a member of our community, if even if you've been a member for like 10 seconds, thank you. Seriously. It is because of you guys, what you do and more importantly what you don't do in that group, that has kept it alive for as long as it's around. That has kept it fun and positive and welcoming for everyone. And I hope that you feel that. And I hope that you do get like good nuggets from that community in that group. I'm astounded that honestly, that we still even have the group because of just like everything that's gone wrong for everyone else's groups um, and how they've kind of changed for everyone else. So that is because of you guys, like we maybe set the culture and we maybe are strict about the rules, but It's because you guys listen and report posts and support other people and like are just great human beings that it's like, it's still a relatively easy job to moderate that group.
0: Yeah, it's true. Wouldn't you feel? Oh, I, well, I think part of it, the reason it's easy is because we have so many people backing us up.
1: Oh yeah. It's not just
0: us for sure. Definitely remember when it was just us and I don't ever want to go back there. (laughs) No, no. No.
1: One thing I do wish, this is just, if Mark Zuckerberg is listening, (laughs) I like when I'm on the newsfeed on my phone and a post in our group is in my newsfeed and I want to delete it, I can delete it. But if I'm on my newsfeed on my desktop and I see it, I can't delete it from my desktop. I know. What's up with that? I have to go to the group, find the post, and then delete it. And that is so annoying. (laughs) So, I generally browse our group just from my phone for that reason only. I'm going to guess
0: that he doesn't even know that that's broken.
1: You know, I'm going to guess that he waits for every episode of ours to come out. <laughs> and when he's doing a sunrise jogging session. In the same outfit he listen, wore the day before. In the same outfit he wore the day before, maybe wearing his child. He's going to be like, that's a great suggestion. And he's going to slack his team members over in the coding department. And he's going to be like, hey, it's going to take you 30 seconds. Can you just beep, beep, bop, bop, and change the setting? <laughs> in like a couple weeks, we'll see it. <laughs> Speaking of
0: men wearing babies, though. <laughs> oh, st- are you, you going to tell them the story? Yes. <laughs> I wanted to
1: hear your version of this story. So I knew what you were going to say.
0: Oh my God. The other day, Emily was like, so I'm in this special Facebook group. See, it's relevant, right? Uh-huh. It's real. Yeah, we're talking about groups. Right. And that post was approved because that, that group is an approval only post. So it's a baby wearing group for a specific sling style brand is it which one is it Wildbird. Wildbird. wild bird and i honestly i'm not a mom so i literally don't understand why there is such a group that exists but i'll just go with it
1: well mostly for like help me better my holding the baby or like oh. how do you wash it and like it's uncomfortable how should i wear it and there's like videos in there and whatever okay And people can trade and buy different ones. I'll
0: give you that. But apparently the new trend that's been happening is women post pictures of their significant others wearing the baby. And the most popular ones are men shirtless wearing these slings. And Emily sent me one the other day and my ovaries literally exploded. I like want to make it my background image on my phone. (laughs) This man is so sexy. And I mean, uh-huh. I mean, he's definitely good looking. But if I saw him on the street, I wouldn't. Right. I mean, I'd be like, oh, he's good looking. But like, he's not, not my type. No big deal. Yeah. But just the fact that he's wearing a child, I was uh. just like, I love you so much. Uh (laughs) And so the
1: comments on that thread were gold. Like the picture was great, obviously, but the comments from all these thirsty moms (laughs) was just so. Funny, like the gifts and the emojis, I just could not handle. I was cracking up all day. I kept going back to that thread to just like see what inappropriate gifts these moms were posting about this person's husband. And I mean, she was such a good sport. Like it was so funny. It was all in good fun. I mean,
0: clearly, she knew her husband was so. Oh,
1: she knew what the reaction that was going to get. And I'm all about it. I'm just like, something about a man wearing that baby sign me up first of all second of all like everything else you've
0: got going on <laughs> oh gosh I know that was off topic but it just goes to show and I
1: wish I could put the post in the show notes but it shows a space and due to privacy I'm only gonna <laughs> privately text that picture to
0: <laughs> Abby <laughs> <laughs> I respect this man's privacy. <laughs> I mean, technically, we could blur out his face, but we don't have rights to the photo, and it would be weird. It's a whole big thing. So, just your best imagination—that's
1: what it was. Oh,
0: for sure. I don't think I could make it any better in my head. No,
1: no, no. I just want you guys to like picture your celebrity crush without a shirt on, wearing a baby, and that—that's the vibe it will give you.
0: <laughs> so, so worth it. I guess there's really no point to that, but I will <laughs> say... I will say... I will say that backs up my
1: point of approved posts are great because that got a shit ton of engagement and I'm sure the admins were pleased and it was adding value to the community. It made me happy. Was it really adding value to the community? Everyone like was like, maybe... They're going to be like, hey, husband, can you try this sling? Because like it makes me happy. And then now their whole like husband and bonding with their baby is going to go great. So, yeah.
0: See? Yeah. Things you don't think about when you haven't given birth or like held a child that's yours. Like I'm like, I haven't given birth either. No, I know. But (laughs) you've held a child that's yours. I will say I have worn (laughs) Penelope though. It was very special for me. Wearing you warned her. Where I wore her. I
1: wore her. I was like, "What are you saying?" (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that was fun. It's such a good feeling. It's just like euphoria. It's like an antidepressant strapped to your body.
0: (laughs) It is. I mean, that and coupled with petting puppies for my Mm -hmm. volunteer Mm -hmm. stuff, like it's just like this whole new level.
1: (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) so this was like. Facebook groups slash community managers slash sexual baby wearing. So if you're here for
0: that, uh, thank you for sticking around. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation.